Hey, how you doing? Welcome back to Rice and Honey. My name is Divine, and I'm really happy that you are listening to the show today. Um, I wanted to talk to you about letting go on, on, on a bunch of different levels. So, you know, first of all, what's the first thing that comes to your mind when you think about letting go? Do you think about relationships? Do you think about children? Do you think about, uh, I don't know, losing a, a family member, a friend? Um, what do you think about when you hear let go? A lot of people are not comfortable with letting go. Some people feel like letting go is something cold, uh, heartless, you know, um, but that's not the case at all. I mean, if we really understand what letting go is about, we can better understand ourselves can understand situations that we're in. We can understand the world that we function every day. Um, I'm doing this episode in my car, so I do apologize for the background noise. <laughs> it's funny because there's a seatbelt outside of my passenger door, my passenger back door that's flapping. Um, you know, you can hear the revving of my car, but this is my only quiet time. So again, I apologize if the background noise is too much for you. I'll try to, hopefully by the time this episode actually airs, I've, I've, I've figured out how to, how to lower my background. But uh, every now and then I'll be at a red light and it'll be super quiet and we can get through it. So, um, so yeah, so letting go. So what is the first thing that comes to mind when I think about letting go? And the first thing that comes to my mind is uh, being lightening up my load. That for me is what letting go is about. For me, is lightening up my load. We want to hold on to everything, you know, uh, because some of us feel like we can or we have to. Uh, we're mothers, uh, you know, we're bosses. And we, you know, we just, or fathers, and we feel like we have to hold on. If we can understand that everything is temporary, nothing is guaranteed to you, we can have a better understanding of what letting go is really about. Um, I'm trying to think when's the first time I, I ever felt, when's the first time I ever let go and understood let go. Um, you know, it's funny now that I think of it, I think the first time I let go and understood what let go was about. Wow. Was when I sent my 11 year old to live with his dad. I let go of my ideas and feelings of his father in order for my son to get the best experience he could possibly get with his dad in his, in his teenage years, right? Now, his father has always been in his life. Um, he has never been without his dad, but my son has always lived with me. And um, when my son was 11, he kept saying 
within that year, you know, we need a man in the house. We need a man in the house, you know. And I just really did not understand what he meant by that. You know, because I was busy being a mom, you know. And he kept saying, we need a man in the house. We need a man. And I remember saying to him, you know, I'm not going to be with just any man just to have a man in the house. Like, you know, I was really like, what are you talking about? But then I started noticing that my son was being rebellious, um, ornery. Uh, he started... I started seeing him older than what he was. It was really weird. He had two younger brothers, too, at the time. And, uh, you know, not not that that's neither here nor there, but I'm just letting you know that it wasn't just me and him in the house at the time. It was me, him, and his twin brothers. And, um, you know, Elohim and I were very close, and I just was so heartbroken that he was being this way. I could not understand it. Until one day I was washing the clothes and something hit me and it said, um, your son needs his father. And I swear to you, I, it, I took the biggest exhale realizing that I had to let go. I was holding on to my son because of my feelings about his father. Now let's understand something. I learned a lot about my relationship with his dad through this, this very, very moment. Um, I let, that day I let go. And you know what? You know why I let go? Because I love my son and I want him to be the best man he can be and if that means he needs to get a taste of what it's like to be with his dad to know his dad to be raised by his dad then you know what I gotta let go my experiences with his father are not my son's experiences and I had to let go let me tell you another time I let go I remember when me and his father were separating I cried almost every day. And I was not crying because his father and I were breaking up. I was crying because my son wasn't gonna have his dad every day. So one day, we were at a stop sign. (laughs) These are pivotal moments, you know? We were at a stop sign and I remember saying to my son, you know, daddy's not gonna be living with us. Um, And I was crying. And he looked at me, he was about five, six years old maybe. And he looked at me and I, and he said to me, it's okay. He said, I can still see him whenever I want. He said, and, and I still love him and he still loves me. My listening audience, I let go. I let go of being scared for my son. I let go of the idea that he wasn't going to be okay. I let go of the idea that he was just going to turn out to be like a sad kid or depressed or whatever because he wasn't going to have his father in the home. I let all of that go. It reminded me of when early on in our relationship, when Elohim was much smaller, a friend of mine, one of my mentors, 
had spoke to me on the phone and he said he has a father he has God and he's going to be okay when my son told me that it was okay that his father was not going to be in the home it reminded me of what my mentor said when he said that he does have a father and that he was going to be okay Letting go doesn't mean the same thing for everybody. But the feeling, the the need to let go, I believe, is the same. It's a relief. It's a lift. You know, when people think of letting go, they think of being without. But when you let go, you gain. It's a give and receive. The universe is a give and receive. And you cannot hold on to everything. Okay, let's talk on a lighter note. Do you hold on to clothes that you just have not looked at in the past six months, have not worn, or have grown out of? That could be shoes, that could be clothes. Listen, it could be furniture. Let me tell you what I do with things like that. When I, like for instance, I have a a camera, a film camera. I love my camera, man. It's a Nikon. And um, I love this camera. It was my first camera. And uh, I um, I don't want to let this camera go. But I keep passing this camera. And I'm like, yo, are you going to even use the camera? Why do you even have the camera? And, and at some point, you just have to keep it real with yourself. Like, how many times are you going to travel around with this with this camera like taking it from place to place and god forbid something happened to it you wouldn't want it to break so what are you doing so you know what i decided to do i decided to take pictures of the things that mean something to me and and keep them like in a photo album or in my phone or you know i mean you still have it you just have it as a picture you know um you have to be okay with letting go you have to understand that holding on, you, you gain weight, you stress out, you're overwhelmed, you're, you're cluttered, um, you can't sleep. Um, you know, there's a lot of, um, you, you just don't, you're not clear, you're not focused. You know, you think that these little things don't add up, but they start to affect you physically. Mentally, spiritually, emotionally, you have to be okay with letting go. And you know what else? You have something in your life that means something to you, but you know you got to let it go. You also know that you don't want to. Ask yourself why. How come you don't want to let that go? Oh, well, you know, my so-and-so gave this to me. Or my grandmother passed away, and before she passed away, she gave that to me. Or my grandmother passed away... And she left it in her will. Now understand, it could be anybody. I'm just, I'm just saying as an example. Um, figure out how to still keep the memory without keeping the physical item. Like, pass it on to a family member. Um, sell it. Give it to Goodwill. Have a yard sale. You know, take care of it. Renovate it. 
right? Okay, so let's say you have something in your house that's just sitting there, but you keep it because somebody very important to you gave it to you. Do something different with it and use it another way. Like, I'm not just saying give everything away that means something to you. I'm saying if you're going to keep it, then renovate it and use it some other way. Move it around in your life so it has a different meaning. Because after a while, because people are going to pass in your life, you're going to be cluttered with stuff. You know what I mean? So if you're not going to physically just give it away to somebody, then do something different with it and give it a different lifetime, you know? And that goes for everything. Okay, you have shoes you haven't looked at in a while. You have shoes that don't fit you anymore. Yo, seriously? Like, you're done. You're done. Like, there are plenty of secondhand stores that will build store credit for you if you're a secondhand person buyer. I know I am. I am because let me tell you something. When I found my first $10 pants in a secondhand store that fit me well, I don't know when's the last time I bought a $40 pair of pants. You out of your mind. As long as secondhands and Goodwills and Savers and all that exists, I will never buy a $40 pair of pants again. When you have those pants on and they look good, nobody is asking you what brand they are. You know what I mean? Nobody's going to know that they didn't come from, I don't know, whatever brand you normally buy. You know what I'm saying? So let's be smart about it, you know? Letting go is not easy, especially when you're not used to letting go. But if you're ready to live a a life where you almost damn near float, you got to let some things go. You have to let some things go. Oh, man, I'm not even going to go into family members I'm not even going to go into friendships. You got to let them go too. You got to understand that. I read something today on Instagram. It was very, very, um, very, it it hit my core. It said, you're waiting for the perfect time, but time is not waiting for you. I thought that was so damn powerful. You know, sometimes you hear the same thing all the time and it just doesn't hit you. Until one day somebody says it in a certain way and your whole life changes. At least a big part of it. So what are you holding on to? Your kids are going to grow up and live their own lives. A lot of moms and dads feel just totally bad about living a life for themselves while they raise children. Because they feel like their entire focus has to be their kids. Listen, I'm always going to say I don't knock you for it. What I will say is don't resent the, 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 the time that you had because you didn't live your life while you were raising your children. You know what I mean? I don't believe that you can't live your life while you raise your children. I think it's important for them to see you happy or you building after all these years, even after having kids, you're building a life for real and you still love me and you still give me food and you still put clothes on my back you still give me an education you still give me wisdom because how are you going to give them wisdom if you're not living listen one of the most important things my father taught me growing up he, he shared his life with me 
Every morning he dropped me off at school, he was sharing a part of his life with me. He will always tell me stories. My father, whether they were true or not, it doesn't even matter. What matters is that my father always told me stories before he dropped me off to school and when he picked me up. He didn't do that because, oh, let me be the best parent and, and make sure I share these. With no, he did them, one, so I could learn, you know, just... I don't know, sometimes we would just, excuse me the language, but sometimes we'd just be shooting the shit. And my father would just, out the blue, just share something with me, you know? And to this day, I think about those stories, you know? I think it's important for you to share your life with your kids. I've said this on a previous episode. I think it's important they know you're human, that you've been through some things, you know? So... Letting go should be something that we, uh, what's that called? Um, that we um, practice every day. When I say practice, I don't mean go halfway. I don't mean think about it and not do it. I mean actually do it. And start small. Start in your closet. Start in your kitchen. You know we hold on to China. We hold on to to plates and spoons and all that. And you know what what letting go in that case is? Why do you have china in the cabinet and you're not using it? Cuz it's pretty and you don't want it to break. So what the what do, what do you have it for? You don't want nobody eating on your china? Then what do you have it for? Especially if you have it in a cabinet that has no glass doors, who's going to see it? Oh, special occasions. Okay, when's the last time you had a special occasion and actually used the china? So letting go is not necessarily let go of the china. Letting go is let go of the idea that something's going to happen to it. Or that your company is not worth eating off of it. It could be a great conversation piece at the dinner table. You know what I'm saying? So create new memories for yourself. Stop holding on to stuff. You know, I'm not even going to get into relationships. I'm not going to get into partners that you've had and held on to for whatever many years because you feel like you have to because society says you married them and you're stuck. I'm not even going to go into all of that because after I've said everything I just said, you can apply a lot of that information to really anything that you might be holding on to. What are you holding on with yourself that you need to let go of? What are the misconceptions of yourself that you're holding on to, that somebody might have put in your head and you're holding on to them? Let them go. Be okay with you. Be okay that, look, look, let me, let me give you an example. I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be 43 years old, okay? I'm okay with me. And I, I have never been more okay with me now than ever before. And I'm going to say it, like I've said it before, I believe that it has to do a lot to do with age. I'm just done with trying to, um, you know, uh, what is that called? Um, you know, just be like a pretty picture for people. You either take me or you leave me alone. You know what I'm saying? Like real talk. Just like I could either take you or leave you alone. I'm not knocking you for being who you, who you are. Oh, God, I hope you didn't hear GPS just now. But anyway, um, I hope that, you know, I hope that you're in a place where 
you're comfortable with you. And if you're not, I want you to take inventory. I want you to really look at yourself and be like, this is what I think of myself and ask yourself why. And what can you do to, to be better? Do you need to let go of that idea? Then let it go. Let it go. Create new memories for yourselves. Anyway, I think I've kept you long enough. I hope I've provided some information for you that you can use, you know? Listen, live your best life now. Because when you pass, you can't come back and tell somebody what it was like. Enjoy the moment. Have a great one. Be well, ladies and gentlemen. Be great. Be. And that's it.